laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have such doubts. <laughs> All right, movie time episode 80 with Anjanari. We're back after a short hiatus. We'll be off next week, too, because I'm out of town. So, <laughs> um, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe we'll squeeze one in before Christmas or something because Christmas is on Saturday. Uh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Uh, but we're, we're back, back with, with uh, planes, trains and automobiles, a delightful film that we'll get into. <laughs> uh, um, we should say um, you might have seen this on our social media, but we should say congratulations to our older sister, Allie, uh, who just yes. got married. That's why uh, we were off last weekend. Cause yeah, she's married. been uh, on the pod a few times and she's part mm-hmm. of the movie time family. So mm-hmm. congrats, Allie. Congrats, Allie and Brandon. Let's not forget Brandon. The ball and chain, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, a wonderful, wonderful little ceremony uh, last weekend. So that was good. Um, all right. I guess we'll get into We've got planes, trains, and automobiles, what we've watched, movie news. And then I think Ariana mentioned that John Candy was a fat icon over text uh, mm-hmm. the other day. So I was like, all right, let's do like a top five fat icons uh, list. I feel like if we were skinny people, this would be a very like, would this be a problematic list if we were skinny? <laughs> I mean, um, I don't think it would be problematic if you were like a person like if you who placed it, if you if you phrased it right and like had good intentions. Yeah, because obviously. the whole point is to destigmatize the word fat and like have it as the same, basically and, just a body description. And one of the prerequisites for this list, I think, just inherently is that you had you can't just be like a celebrity who gained weight one year and like you were fat for a year. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be perpetually fat like at all times um or well one of my one of, one of on my, i think we might have one of the same one one of my people <laughs> on my list is like yeah i don't know so um so he he might not be in that category but uh i think he qualifies uh, all right so i guess we'll start with what we've watched yeah i just saw on hbo max the landscapers tv show with uh, i think his name is david thulis professor lupin, lupin, lupin. and lupin. olivia coleman mm-hmm. um and it's based on a true story. It's like a drama, tr- uh, true crime series, obviously like a reenactment about this British couple who the the husband, David Thewlis, uh, killed or it's implied that he killed and buried the parents in their garden. <laughs> and like they're real people. And I think this is all co- kind of coming out in 2014. Uh, so far, I really like it. It's a, kind of a quirky show. It's like black humor. Um, obviously, Olivia Coleman is an incredible actress and. You know, HBO Max, I'll pretty much watch anything on there. So I would suggest it if you like true crime. I'm trying not to Google it because I don't want to know like the results of the case. So I'm curious to see how it unfolds. But that's really it. Um, I do want to watch that this week, that um, that freaking uh, Western, the, the, the psychological thriller Western that everyone's talking about. What is it called? The the power um, of the dog. Yeah, the power of the dog. I heard it was weird and like not that good. Hmm. So I. 
Yeah, I can't. Someone compared it to I'm thinking of ending things, but with less appeal, which to me is like, uh, I don't know how that movie could have less. I don't know. I've seen people I trust say that they liked it. So whenever I see something weird and I also really like the cast, I'm pretty gung ho to watch it. So we'll see. Um, yeah, I haven't really watched much. Um, Spider-Man two and three. I will contend that Spider-Man two might be better than Spider-Man one. The original. Wait, are you talking about the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Yes, I'm talking about the original. I think Spider-Man 2 might be better. Green Goblin? Um, yeah, I know. Defoe's great, but like he makes a small appearance in 2, I think. Um, and <laughs> then where he's talking to uh, yeah, he talks Frank to with the mask yeah. or whatever. It's, it's only a little bit. And then the third movie, it's a little bit more. Avenge me! The third movie's pretty good, too. Um, it's no. Than, <laughs> no, it's... Like the, it's enjoyable, but it's yeah, not Yeah, it is very good. enjoyable. Fucking Topher Grace is the weirdest casting of all time they like did like a weird uncanny like they're kind of the same person yeah like toby mcguire is the better version of he is so good as that emo spider-man you want you want forgiveness get religion he was so rude to kirsten dunst in that movie (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah he's such a dick yeah yeah he was very self-centered very self-centered he's like poor me yeah but then she went for fucking well because she wanted she didn't want to marry spider-man isn't well, that too, what it is? I guess, but too bad. I mean, he's Spider-Man. Um, all right. And then National Treasure 2. Just for a nice, no. nice, nice little light watch. Uh, all right. So movie news, not a ton, really. Uh, like I went back three weeks and I couldn't find that much. Um, but uh, one of the big things, Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, and Benny Safdie have joined the cast of Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer film. So if we want to recount how many people are in this it's Rami. matt damon it's matt damon. Uh, matt damon robert downey florence no. Pugh, um killian murphy emily now these emily uh blunt it's, it's a huge cast and i think i saw somebody tweet like uh like a meme of like uh you know like the the meme of i think it's like narcos or whatever like the guy standing in like the sitting on the bench alone and then he's standing alone and it's like it oh like i know michael, michael yeah. kane waiting <laughs> waiting to be called for the oppenheimer film because he's in literally every single christopher nolan film i think i think he is mm. maybe not memento i haven't seen memento though so. like, hey mr bruce wayne <laughs> mr bruce i found you we have a we have every cell phone in gotham tapped yeah <laughs> I don't like how, but yeah, like he should not be that good with technology either. <laughs> but he is. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm excited for this. Florence Pugh is just like, oh, her and like, and she just made her appearance. In, oh, I've been watching Hawkeye. I forgot to mention that. Hawkeye, the new uh, Marvel series. I mean, Haley Steinfeld, awesome. Uh, I like it so far. Florence Pugh just made her appearance, her very brief appearance. She plays Black Widow's sister, and essentially she wants to kill jeremy renner because she thinks that jeremy renner killed uh natasha black widow which obviously isn't true but she just made her appearance um and i love her so uh, so yeah i think i mean i don't know it's gonna be good she's coming up in that when the hell is the freaking olivia wilde movie coming out don't worry darling is that what it's called oh i forgot about that a long time ago i mean i know what you're talking about it's like with harry styles Styles, florence Pugh, her fuck toy harry styles America is like a hot guy. He's the new queer icon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and he is I hot hate that. And he does do cool stuff with fashion, but but I do hate. I hate that he's in the MCU now. Wait, what? He yeah, he had a cut scene at the end of the Eternals, and I was disgusted. Nah, he was whatever. I don't know what he's. <laughs> he's the MCU is like the most is like a fucking 
brothel owner like they're whore they're just they're yeah. pimping out every fucking actor blame, out there blame your soul blame your favorite celebs for joining in i mean um, i'm not blaming i'm blaming the corporation not the individual <laughs> well i eat it up rip they're poached uh, i eat it up a pig for slop um all right first trailer for the harry potter reunion dropped uh I got goosebumps a little bit. I was like, ooh, all these they like side characters. They showed they only the showed like characters. the little thing of them opening like yeah. letters, right? That but was I it. Liked, okay. I just like liked seeing I think there was, might have been a long a little bit of a longer trailer, but I didn't watch it. I just liked seeing them like all the little characters, like fucking Arthur Weasley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and stop thinking about the stupid Hagrid video game thing. Oh my god, yeah. That PlayStation What's one or whatever. What was he saying? <laughs> I have no idea. But yeah, that of course Hagrid and yeah. Oh yeah, what's his face? Weasley too. doesn't look bad. Uh, Arthur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm very excited for it. Um, I think it's coming out very soon. It's like three weeks. I, think I love out. Daniel Radcliffe too. Yeah, I'm excited. He's so cute. I, I wonder what they're gonna do. I hope. I'm sure there's gonna be like a part that's like remembrance of Alan Rickman. No, um, we're all I, I, didn't, cry. I didn't see if Rafe was coming. Is Rafe coming? He better. He fu- I mean, how could he not? He's Voldemort. I hope they show some behind the scenes material. Yeah, I want to see some behind the scenes material, not the fucking shrunken heads on the prison prisoners of Azkaban three when they did the. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I think we did a lot of navigating on those DVDs. We did those we um, and, DVD extras, yeah, yeah. And, the DVD, and like you had to like go through the shrunken heads anytime you wanted to watch <laughs> anything extra. Hey man, yeah, hey man, it's gonna be a bumpy ride. Um, <laughs> So that was fucking an oh god, I hate that movie. So fucking that's weird. why that's why whenever <laughs> when anybody says that Prisoner of Azkaban is their favorite movie, and a lot of people do say that, explain the shrunken heads like if you, <laughs> <laughs> because they're not in the fucking movie, they're not in the books. So it's like it's like they're being if they were like being true to the fucking books and there's a shrunken head in there, I'll be like, okay, whatever. But <laughs> you can't justify it. You can't justify I don't know. That. I like that movie is like so weird. It's like the first two movies were so straight laced in a way. Mm-hmm. And then like they all and of a sudden went like this weird in. fucking like yeah. yeah. And then four went back. I mean, four wasn't like straight laced, but like four went went more it cor- over it corrected itself back to somewhere in the I middle. I thought six had elements of three in it though. It did. Yeah. Six was it was a little, little like weird. quirky. Yeah, it was because this is like the the horny movie where everyone's trying to get together and they're romantic and whatever but yeah no <laughs> so anyway i was very excited for that hbo max i think it comes out like new year's eve or new year's day or something like that um nicholas cage will play dracula in universal's renfield an origin story the upcoming film is expected to take place in the present day it's not clear how much it will stick to the source material uh bram stoker's 1897 horror novel dracula and then the literary thriller rm renfield was an inmate at a lunatic asylum uh, he was thought to be suffering from delusions that compelled him to eat live creatures in the hopes of obtaining immortality until it's later revealed that he's under the influence of one Count Dracula. I mean, this could be really good. I, is I this know. supposed to be good or bad? You mean like, is, like, is it supposed to be, to be like pig level good or is it supposed to be <laughs> just every know. other Nicolas Cage movie? Good? I mean, it's Universal's a big studio. Like pig was like an indie studio, I think. And, and Universal's a big studio. I think it could be. You get the right budget behind Nick Cage. Present day. Mm. Present day is a little weird. Is he, is he going to be like on his cell phone? Like, I don't like present Dracula present day. I'm already skeptical. And they've maybe, done it so many times. Maybe they're gonna, he's going to use dating apps to find people to like suck their blood. Plus like uh, the book is, I don't know. I like the book as well. And hmm. I don't know. He's always hard to tell what's going to happen with his movies. But he's, it doesn't matter if it's hard. It's must see every time. I mean, I'm not uh, paying money to watch that. No. 
in theaters, I probably wouldn't. Uh, maybe I would. Um, R.I.P. Stephen Sondheim, uh, legendary composer and lyricist behind musicals such as Company, Sweeney Todd. He did lyrics for West Side Story. He's done much more. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. I don't know much about uh, yeah, a theater, legend. but obviously I know about, you know, I've heard his name and stuff. So R.I.P. He's a legend. Um, Tom Holland is to star in a biopic playing Fred Astaire. Uh, Tom Holland was on the West End, I think like London, London's like Broadway for two years on Billy Elliot, which he tap danced in that. So, I mean, he's pretty talented. Uh, he's a good dancer. Uh, I think he's, this is going to be interesting. I like, I mean, Fred Astaire is cool, <laughs> but uh, I don't know much about him. Um, um, yeah, I don't know much about him except for the dance studio in Buffalo is called Fred Astaire. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Fred Astaire's studio. But uh, I've heard him, obviously his name mentioned and stuff. I love watching people dance like because I know nothing about it and I think it's like really cool since it takes so much like coordination and awareness of your body obviously um but yeah i'd be curious to see him i mean i don't have anything against tom holland i just kind of associate him with i haven't really seen him act in anything other than spider-man uh, so. uh, really just spider-man but he's been a lot of stuff i just haven't went out of my way to watch he's him and, british right yeah he does a good american accent though yeah. he uh him and uh zendaya have been making their red carpet debuts mm-hmm. he's a short king um and she is much taller than him but both very attractive so maybe she could take some notes on acting yeah i know right uh, seriously i was thinking that like don't give her any more jobs <laughs> sorry <Zendaya. laughs> unless it's like she play she's yeah. playing a teen like yeah just... a teen like high schooler or like early college don't give her any more serious acting she jobs. peaks in euphoria like that's her be- that's her best performance and she'll never get better than that i'm sorry she peaks Zendaya. in spider-man Zendaya. because it's literally just like a straight a straight she's kind of like a straight man like she doesn't have too much emotion maybe the third one she might have the most emotion on him but yeah she uh she just doesn't have anything like i'm uh, she sucks. can't believe i have to see her and do and i really like again. her but yeah i like as her a as person, a person but she sucks <laughs> and as a celebrity i, yeah, I value celebrity. her celebrity status but i just yeah. don't want to see her in any movies where i'm like expecting to see good acting a good performance because she throws yeah. off like the whole movie <laughs> yeah unfortunate um, Tony Collette, Anna Ferris, and Thomas Hayden Church starring in The Estate, a farce, uh, farce about in- oh, it's called The Estate, farce about inherit inheritance. It's a fight? farce about oh. inheritance fight. Okay, well, it's it's capitalized, so it looked like it was the the title. Uh, in The Estate, two sisters, Macy played by Tony Collette and Savannah played by Anna Ferris, see their aunt Hilda's terminal illness as an opportunity to get her inheritance and rescue their dying cafe. Uh, to that end, they plan to improve their better relationship and cater to Hilda's needs. Arriving to Aunt Hilda's extravagant estate, they find that they are not the only ones in the family with an eye on the fortune. Their cousins Beatrice and Richard, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, have come with the same plan. Soon it becomes a battle amongst the eclectic family as to who can impress the matriarch the most and come out on top. Uh, So I guess this is the comedy. Um, why is tony collette taking all these was, weird comedies yeah, what was that movie it was like the she, vacation movie where she like travels around the world or something no she became like no she went to like italy and found out that she was like a mob boss or whatever yeah well, tony <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> i mean she's in nightmare alley oh, oh I can't getting, that's coming out this week we have to get tickets now rave reviews i'm gonna be out i'm not gonna be in town this weekend so but i and i have to see uh, spider-man uh, when i come back I'm seeing West Side Story next weekend. Well, first of all, I like I want to see Spider-Man. I'm actually looking forward to it. But the fucking Marvel people at the movie theaters, man, on the opening weekend. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm uh, I mean, Uh -uh. I wouldn't. It's hard for me not to want to see an opening weekend just because I like I'm going to have to stay on off of Twitter for like 
the whole weekend and then like until I see it because I know I'll get spoiled. But but um, I hate the videos of people going fucking nuts for uh, like during the like I don't like applause. I don't like talking like shut the fuck up. OK, I'm trying to hear the dialogue. I want to know what's going on. Anyways, I Abigail, guess I'll wait. Abigail's probably got to see is gonna see it with us too. She's gonna be home. So she requested. Mm, Abigail, you're intruding. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> this is uh, a ritual that you need to pay homage you, to. I mean, you haven't seen going. anything. Well, yeah. no, not in Marvel. We this both talk, going. we both talked to, to each other in the movies usually. Not but. that not like an annoying amount though. No, not me and you. I mean me and her. Oh. <laughs> well, I want to we see Nightmare won't. Alley. Well, that's gonna have to wait until I get back. That would be a good day kind of thing if no one's around yeah there's probably nobody going to see that during the day um all right i think that's it for movie news uh i guess we can do f- we can do fat icons now yeah um we're gonna do top five and then honorable mentions it was hard to to me there's no clear number one really like i didn't think there was a clear number one but maybe i'm not thinking but i have a i have a decent list i guess i guess i'll let you go first number five for you i have 80 bryant from shrill um unfortunately oh, okay. there's really not that many fat women <laughs> she's got um, potential but i don't think she's in the top five yet she's an honorable mention well, she was wasn't on to, my list but i was trying to think of like women though specifically i have i have a few women on mine well two uh, okay. no i have three okay i have three women okay. in my Who list am I missing um yeah you're gonna miss a big one i think i gotta go mine my number five now okay who's your five ruben stuttered <laughs> what Ruben no, Stuttered. why is he on this? <laughs> well, honestly, I'm doing some searches. To see if, I was doing some searches just to see. I just, no, oh, I was thinking icon, like culture, pop culture. So mine aren't just, uh, mine aren't just mm. actors. I have some singers too. Or Oh, yeah. well then that's different then. Well, I didn't know we were including singers. I It's just icons. I didn't say Okay, actors. fine. I'm, I'm, mine was confined to TV and movies. So. Okay, well, I put Ruben Stuttered because he was kind of a big. He's he still a, not number <laughs> No, he's number five. He's, he's like 10, five. in my opinion. Well, it was tough, like I said. You know what? I'm going to switch it. I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go Chris Farley for my number five. Yeah, way more relevant. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. I mean, it's self-explanatory. Big fat guy. Uh, funny. Do- gone too soon. Yeah. That's my number five. My four is Jesse Plemons. He is not. He doesn't qualify. Yes, he does. He's been a thick boy. He's thick, but he's not fat yet. I don't think he qualifies. He's alternative Hollywood body. <laughs> I guess. He's I'm putting Jesse Plummet. No, he's kind of hot in a weird way. No, no. Yes, he no. is. Yes, he does. He is. G- actually, you know what? I'll give it to you. He does gain a lot of weight from his Breaking Bad appearance. Like he was pretty svelte. Yeah, he's a thick bad. boy. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I say Plummet deserves to be on this list. We accept you, Plummet. Okay. My number four is Big Pun. Um, he is a pretty famous '90s rapper. He was like 600 pounds. Um. Oh, I see. I, is this where he's with Fat Joe in that picture? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I love, I mean, Big Pun, he's a great rapper. Um, he makes fat being cool. Uh, so big pun number four. Okay, my number three is sorry, I switched to my Melissa McCarthy. I um, thought about putting it on my honorable mentions, but there's so many movies that I hate that she's in that I was like, I don't know if I want to put it I mean, <laughs> she was my, you know, I know her as Suki from Gilmore Girls. Ugh. And in that show, honestly, it was like pretty ahead of its time because she wasn't, there was no plot arc surrounding the fact that she was fat. She was just a fat <laughs> character who had her own like internal life. Like she was a chef, but it wasn't like, I mean, they actually made a lot of weird, very fat phobic jokes in that show, like when I was watching it back. But, but it okay, was like, so not that ahead of its time. Well, no, but I'm saying like in terms of like every single 
like not playing into stereotypes like a lot of these actors like a lot of melissa mccarthy's later movies are like she's funny and she's gross and she's like <laughs> she's body like no yeah. she's just like a normal character so she does have some great roles and she's and she's very and famous she's one of the most fa- yeah, i mean is. to be a woman a fat woman in hollywood is not easy mm-hmm. uh three aretha franklin oh well yeah i could she's yeah, dead but whatever yeah. she is a, she is a fat icon i would say um, that counts perpetually fat fantastic talented great style <laughs> Oh, I just thought of someone. And that's and that's pretty much it for Aretha. Um, I got two as John Candy. I have two as John Candy as well. I'm we'll talk about why he's a fat icon <laughs> in a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Yeah. But uh, I was reading about John Candy because obviously he died young too, and it said that you know he was a binge eater and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he smoked cigarettes. He did a lot of you know he was a Same drinker with Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean those comedians are usually not in the best health but um i kind of am like glad he didn't have to like live through like bush era obesity epidemic like <laughs> he died before like everyone really was like i fucking hate like that's when it really started people <laughs> really started hating fat people in like the early 2000s but um so it was, it was those low-rise jeans yeah uh <laughs> but yeah john candy obviously we'll talk about him more for this movie but uh yeah i had john candy too or i guess you gotta give your number one then Jack Black. Oh wow! <laughs> Fuck! How did you not have Jack Black? Oh, that would have been my number one if I I didn't even think about him. He's he's like he's like above the fat sphere at this. I mean, he is fat, but like he's just like above the fat sphere for me. I don't know. I didn't think of him. Fuck. I mean, because he, he's like obviously. so round. Like he's, he's like, like a he's like a little egg. Like he's short yeah, and he's, round. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't hate my number. My number one's Biggie Smalls. Oh, okay, I guess. But again, you were just dipping into a different... Whatever. All right. Honorable mentions. Fuck, I'm mad that I didn't have him. I had Jonah Hill. Even though he's been skinny a lot, I still count him as a fat guy. Um, Who is it? Sorry, Jonah Jonah, Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Um, I recognize people with the weight struggle. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. But like, I don't want like, okay, uh, I don't know. For example, like just made up Jennifer Lawrence gained 30 pounds one year. And just like maybe she was going after she was pregnant or something. And then she like lost the weight. Like she wouldn't be, can be considered a fat person. Yeah. <laughs> like a um, fat icon. Amy, uh, I was just thinking of Amy Schumer, but I don't think she's an icon. No. No. She's very open about her weight. Yeah. Though. Um, I put Katie Kershaw from Mrs. Fletcher. I just recently watched that show and they have this kind of like one of Mrs. Fletcher's like friends slash kind of love interest is just like this fatter woman and like again it's kind of cool it was just like no it wasn't like focused on there's no you know uh, arc about her being fat or trying to lose weight she was just kind of like portrayed as like a cool like sexy character that's like mysterious and fun or whatever so i really liked seeing her uh that was one of my um mentions kathy bates oh kathy bates yeah i would mm-hmm. say kathy bates lizzo lizzo obviously yeah uh jared leto in a fat suit no <laughs> Russell Crowe? No. <laughs> uh, no, I, got, I had fat I had fat Joe too. Um, but that was it. That was I, I had noticed. Natasha Rothwell from Insecure and White Lotus. Oh, yeah, her. Um good, Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. I thought about her. I thought about Chris her. Farley and Jennifer Hudson. I didn't put Jennifer Hudson just because she's been skinny for so long, but like she did because she like she was bigger and like that was a big thing on American Idol. Adele fucking Oh, Adele, too. Even like so, I feel like on American Idol, she wasn't even that fat. It's no, just that per- no, th- that was the but... era of, I mean, now it, it's pretty culturally 
mainstream to be like Kim Kardashian bodied is kind of mm. what, which obviously isn't really a good standard yeah. either. But in the early 2000s, it was like rail, rail thin. thin. Yeah. Simon Cowell, he is disgusting now. Holy fuck. But yeah, we want more. We want more fatties. Yeah. Salon <laughs> scars. <laughs> Only in Dune, though, like only his oh Dune character. Yeah, he is a gross. That. that was a creepy fucking movie. Um, all right, uh, let's get on to Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is a 1987 American comedy film written, produced, and directed by John Hughes. It stars Steve Martin as Neil Page, a high-strung marketing executive, and John Candy as Del Griffith, a good-hearted but annoying salesman. In spite of their differences, they share a three-day odyssey of misadventures trying to get Neil home to Chicago in time for Thanksgiving Day dinner with his family. The film received critical acclaim, with many praising it for John Hughes uh, branching out from teen comedies and for the performance of Candy and Martin. Watching it has become a Thanksgiving tradition for some. I mean, I always think of this movie as a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Technically, it's a Thanksgiving movie, but the snow and everything makes me think it's a Christmas movie. All right. So, movie starts out. Two days before Thanksgiving, uh, Steve Martin's in New York City in a work meeting. He's trying to get, and we know he's trying to get back to Chicago by 6 p.m. Um, <laughs> this scene was pretty funny. It was like there's this big conference room, and they're all sitting at a conference table, and then like the boss was sitting at a desk, kind of like sat back, and he was looking at some sort of ad. And there was a moment where he was like, looked like he was about to say something, and he, he just like opened his mouth and then went back to looking. <laughs> um, that was funny. And then the um, the, the thing that I thought was funny, like one of his coworkers, they're talking about getting, he's, he's talking with Steve of Mar- Neil page about getting to the airport at six. And right as he's leaving in the elevator, the guy goes, you'll never make this. Yeah. Six. I like that too. <laughs> um, well, as a recently sort of rejuvenated Steve Martin fan after watching, uh, there's only murders in the building on Hulu. I think, you know, Steve Martin's a hottie. He's dotty in this movie. Um, got a nice. He's got a nice some hair on his chest. That's for yeah. Sure. I, and I also wrote like the premise of this movie triggers deep anxiety for me. Like oh. I hate rushing. I hate being late. I hate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there was. I mean, every single thing that happens is just obviously is just wrong. Um, the. Uh, I mean, I do really like. Um, yeah, Steve Martin's so fucking talented. I mean, he's like a musician. He's a comedian. He's a good actor. He's been in everything. He's aging um, like a fine wine. Yeah, he looks great still. And so. I think he's unproblematic. Like, I don't think he's had any scandals, has he? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. So he seems pretty uh, iconic. Yeah. So uh, Steve gets outside. Uh, he's rushing to the airport. He's trying to get a cab. And he bat- battles with fellow New Yorker Kevin Bacon. I thought Just, Kevin Bacon was going to have a larger role. In this me too. I forgot. The- <laughs> and I've seen this like when I was watching some of these scenes, I'm like, I definitely watched this a lot when I was younger, yeah. but I don't like, I didn't remember Kevin Bacon really much in it. Um, so yeah, they kind of like race to try to get a cab. Um, Steve Martin, Neil Page, he, he trips over a big luggage suitcase, trying to get a cab. Then he, uh, Neil pays an attorney to steal his cab. And then while he's like negotiating and haggling with the attorney, somebody steals his cab, which is, um, which is uh, we find out is Dell uh, John Candy. They do flash back to um, to Steve's uh, family at home. His wife is hot. Um, you have a, okay. She ge- she gives me like the Helen Hunt, Jodie Foster school. Of no, women. she's better looking than them. Yeah. Okay. Helen Hunt's interesting type. And I like Holly. You say Helen Hunt and who? 
Jodie Foster. Oh no, she's better looking than Jodie Foster. Um, you also Joe Lawrence from Boy Meets World is a little baby. That's what kid. I thought. Oh, I had to say. Well, first of all, I'm just not a New York City person. So again, like all this triggers anxiety. The '80s music marathon, like mm-hmm. uh, that was kind of. It was funny to hear that that music. Also, the lawyer was a human version of Handsome Squidward. He just said, uh, he was like trying to, it seems like I'm trying to appeal to your good nature. He's like, I don't have a good nature. Chin? <laughs> you have a nice. I mean, nice obviously nature. the movie is like, it's not really like, this was just kind of of the era, but like, it's interesting, like how it's so male centric, but like every shot of like the wife is just her tossing and turning in bed. I know. Yeah. At the, at the end, we'll talk about <laughs> Where it. She is was like, he? she was devastated that he was It's gone like, um, <laughs> uh castaway like she's acting like it's castaway where it's like the first time she's he's been seen gone, him in years he's been gone three like three <laughs> days yeah i'll talk about that um but yeah so uh so he he does end up running to the cab he sees adele's face and the <laughs> john candy's just shocked fucking face he's so uh, cute he looks like, kind of like a little squirrel or something like <laughs> so he gets to the airport um there he's in like the waiting area and his flight ends up getting delayed so he has time he's sitting across from uh Dell and they kind of he kind of confronts him about selling his cab Dell apologizes uh they get on the plane <laughs> Steve gets pushed from first class to coach and he's sitting next to Dell Griffin uh Griffith on the and coach I mean he is so f- he plays such a fucking annoying guy in this like he does a really good job He's absolutely disgusting. He's taken off his socks and shoes. And I have to say, I mean, um, this is back when the uh, the planes were accommodating for fatties. I said, were planes fat accommodating I in 87? Way big, way big seats. Like even obviously John Kay's big dude. So like he was still like spilling over the other seat. But I mean, those seats look so luxurious, like compared to what they are now. I mean, yeah. huge. I mean, let's see oh he was reading like a he was reading like a porn book like an erotica book in the airport <laughs> oh was he yeah it was called the canadian mounted oh, um God. that's funny. and then i wrote steve martin is so crotchety in this movie like even though john candy's gross and like disgusting steve martin is such like a douche like he's just unlikable i honestly didn't blame him that much no i mean john i would hate candy, to be around someone like that but john candy was waving his dirty socks in his face I know it's disgusting. I mean, it was fucking disgusting. I mean, they, um, yeah, like this is just like an example of like fat people are all slobs, <laughs> unhygienic, and they, they, they eat themselves. I like, know, but till they're, he, he yeah. was doing some dis- absolute disgusting things. Um, all right. So the, a snowstorm in Chicago, um, a, a, a snowstorm in Chicago delays their flight and ends up getting them all the way to Wichita. Uh, Dell and Neil start to get to know each know each other. He's continuing to annoy Neil. We we find out that uh, Dell is a shower curtain salesman, a ring <laughs> salesman. Um, so they're in Wichita. Um, Dell then offers to help Neil get a room um, at a motel, and Neil obliges. Um, <laughs> the one thing that he said on the plane that was funny was. There's a couple of things. He says six bucks in my right nut says we're not landing in Chicago. There's so many like ball ass and like gay yeah, humor yeah. in this movie. We'd have more luck pick playing pickup sticks with our budgies. <laughs> like so what is, weird. What is yeah. that line? Um okay, so any comments on that or well I wrote with what is the the cowboy interstitial music? Like it was just like oh, some yeah. of the music was weird. Some of the music um, was very weird. 
Um, they do get to the hotel. They end up having to share a room and a bed together, which in 1987 means they must be gay. Um, so, you know, obviously they're kind of avoiding it. Um, <laughs> what about the Kramer double for the taxi driver? Oh yeah, he, oh that guy. Yeah, that's the guy who plays um, <laughs> who plays the Kramer who, and the t- who auditions yeah. uh, for Kramer in the TV show who steals the raisins and George freaks out. Um, so again, it's a miserable night. They blow up at each other, um, and the room gets broken into and they get robbed. There's a lot of stuff in here that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the motel is disgusting and miserable. Mm-hmm. Secondary, I just thought it was I just thought it was funny. Like when he says hello to the receptionist, John Candy, he's like, he's like, Hey man, how you doing? He's like, he's like, How are you? He's like, still a million bucks shy of being a millionaire. And they just laugh. Like it's just such a stupid fucking line. Yeah. Um John Candy smoking in the motel room. Oh the shower or the bathroom, mm-hmm. how he just mm-hmm. he, he just fucking destroys it. And when he takes a step out of that shower and steps on the floor on like the, the and it just squeezes out the water i was like Ugh. it was yeah. so there was a lot of moments that were like gag worthy yeah yeah P- parts of the movie were like i'm just not really like a physical comedy person like i like you know i enjoy the movie because like the nostalgia and i like john candy and stuff but these kinds of movies i'm always like Ugh, make it short i know it was a short movie but i'm like they had some, some good lines in it too on. though i i just say i think we're gonna have a, a vastly different ratings um Steve had a great monologue in this scene when he's freaking out about him. Like it was really fucking good. The fact that he had to sleep in a puddle of beer because John <laughs> Candy spilled it all over the bed. Um, I mean, and then for some reason, but basically Dell makes Steve or Neil feel bad for like yelling at him and making him feel like a piece of shit. So uh, Neil ends up staying the night. So the next morning um, they share breakfast together and they realize that they they get robbed. They were that they were robbed. So they mm-hmm. lost like a thousand dollars between the two of them. Um, okay, obviously, I'm sure you like this part where um, they wake up and his hand is between in between um, Neil Page's butt cheeks. Well, I like how he said it felt like a pillow. I'm like, there's no yeah. way Steve Martin's ass or whatever feels like a pillow. <laughs> he's a bony old man yeah, i know i know it's like you can't get your hand that far i know it's always like the, it's very result. like no homo yeah no homo. <laughs> the movie is very no homo yeah. vibes yeah, like, oh. yeah. well yeah. john candy's like what do you think what what do you think i am i'm like oh um <laughs> like a gay a gay, a gay person <laughs> but um yeah obviously different times but <laughs> the fact that he oh, the this is probably my my most disgusting part of the movie what? is when he tries to wash his face and he goes down and his socks are soaking in the sink and it's just dirty brown water yeah the fun i thought there's a funny line where they're they're kind of assessing where they were at after they got their their money taken from them and they're talking about what kind of cards they have and and, um, neil's asking (laughs) neil's asking dell like what do you have he's like well i have a a card from a big and tall men's store in the pacific northwest he's like i love i love a big and tall man store yeah and he's like he's like great stuff but it's not gonna help us here (laughs) like yeah like just the idea of like he's big and tall like i don't know how to explain it like it's just like it's such a better vibe than like a women's plus size clothing well, yeah like, or it's like well it's it's really big or tall yeah or i guess there are big and big tall. and tall big and tall uh so they i guess Dell has a friend um who runs the railroads 
or something. So they're going to get a kind of get a train uh, from Wichita. So <laughs> the guy's son picks them up uh, and they have to ride in the back of the pickup truck all the way there. And it's like, you know, 50 miles or something. Um, and they get on the train back to Chicago and then it breaks down. So they hop on a bus. So the guy who picks them up is absolutely disgusting. That was my most disgusted moment. He of the had movie. dip in his mouth, he was <laughs> spitting all over. He kept, he kept snorting. Um, I did find it funny when, when, um, he's like yelling at his wife to pick up the luggage and put it in the back. He's like, she's skinny, but she's tough. Her first baby, <laughs> her first baby came out sideways. She didn't scream or nothing. Um, and the, just the part where that trunk that he's carrying, what just, is in I, it? I don't, I, yeah, they never go alcohol over. food. I, like, does he bring a bunch of stuff with him? Cause he doesn't have a home. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. But it just seems so miserable carrying that fucking trunk everywhere. There's no wheels on it. I know. <laughs> it's just like a big old fashioned pirate's trunk. Uh, any comments on that? Um, I said cute when Steve Martin helps Dell carry the trunk. Mm. I said, poor Dell. He just wants a friend. Yeah, he just wants um, a friend, but he's stinky. I don't know if everywhere. this is when he said tighter than Tom Thumb's ass. I was like, what? Who is Tom see, Thumb? I didn't see that. There's just like I that. said, there's too many like male genitalia, like male body part jokes. It's like <laughs> balls, ass. Um, so the bus, they, they get on the bus, but it only takes them to St. Louis. Um, Dell, they have like a montage of Dell selling his shower rings and pretending they're like vintage jewelry. And he makes some cash over that, which I thought was funny. Um, there's one where he's like, they're filled with helium. So they're very light. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like, these are Diane Sawyer's signed earrings. Uh, and then over dinner, Neil's like, all right, I think we need to go our separate ways. Um, of course it doesn't work out that way, but that's what he suggests um okay so then we cut to neil he goes to rent a car he gets to the spot the car is taken um once he gets the spot so he has to walk all the way back uh to the airport uh he can't get another one he gets in a fight dell comes to the rescue after neil gets lifted up by his balls um <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it looked so fucking miserable when he was walking back to the uh, i know that's what i mean like this whole movie is just like i hate it like i they hate do a the good feeling job. it gives me <laughs> and he when he's just berating that fucking receptionist yeah. you can start by wiping that fucking dumbass smile off your rosy cheeks <laughs> and then he i like threw, when she's like you're yeah fucked. yeah she's like do you have your rental agreement asshole. he's like do you have your rental agreement he's like i threw it out he's like you're fucked <laughs> um so when he goes outside, this is another. There are now that I'm thinking about. It, there are a lot of like, like dick jokes, and ball jokes. Because when he goes outside, he's still in a terrible mood, and like the guy who runs the taxi service, um, he's like, oh, you know, <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, you know, can I? Uh, I'm trying to go to Chicago. He's like, shouldn't you take? Uh, he's like, why don't you take the airlines? It's faster and you get a free meal. And he goes, Steve, Neil goes, if I wanted a joke, I'd follow you into the bathroom and watch you take a leak. <laughs> like, what? That's a small dick joke. I know, but I'm just like, and why then, is it so penis centric? Yeah. So movie? then the guy punches him out. And then, and then when Dell comes, he goes, <laughs> when Del go so comes, he defends Neil and then he goes, you're going to help pick him up. And then he picks him up by his balls. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> okay, so they share a car in Chicago. Um, there's this is where the movie inconsistency is for me, and I'll I'll talk about it in a little bit. But Dell is driving while Neil is sleeping. <laughs> there's a bunch of shit that happens in this part. He throws a cigarette in the back seat on accident. Look, just take note of that. 
his jet he's trying to take his jacket off and the like strings on his jacket sleeves get caught in like both of the seats so he he's basically has no hands in the wheel um he almost crashes um the thing that bothered me about this was that from chicago to st louis is a four-hour drive mm-hmm. so like this car ride feels like 10 hours yeah like they go overnight it's like that was the only thing I was like, ugh. like you could have just made it a better distance, you know, like <laughs> I just thought the car scene was too long. Car, uh, I mean, there was so much shit in the car scene. Um, there was a lot of funny parts of the car scene, though. I mean, the, here's another here's another uh, uh, gay joke um, or like men gel- genitalia joke. So <laughs> John Candy's like, he's like, I could say some things. I could say some things about you that bother me, <laughs> but but I don't. He's like, well, and Neil's like, like what? He's like, you fidget with your balls a lot. Like and I was like, I hate this. And then there's a part, and then there's a, and then uh, Neil goes, you know what would make me happy? And Del, Del goes, a couple of balls and an extra set of fingers. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I'm like, who is like? This is just so. It's, I don't know. Oh my god, that's so funny. Um, and um, then John Candy bopping around to uh, the Ray Charles song. Uh, the mess around was very funny, um, just dancing around and like he wasn't paying attention. That I thought that was pretty funny. Um, then, I mean, any comments on that first part? They, no? they pitched up Steve Martin's voice is because he got grabbed by the balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My note is less balls, please. Less ball jokes, please. John Hughes. Um, so Dell. So Dell gets back on the road after they drive the wrong way. They get on the wrong on the throughway on the wrong way. Um, and then there's this car going the right way. It's trying to tell them. And I thought this was funny because yeah. they're beeping them like, you're going the wrong <laughs> way. And they're like, how, how they must be drunk. How the hell would they know where we're going? Um, and there's a funny part where like, he, yeah, Dell motions that he's drinking. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> they're just like trying to help them yeah, not I die. Know. I know. So then they get basically go between two trucks. Mm-hmm. They like skim the <laughs> That part was funny when they showed John Candy as the devil laughing yeah. as they're going through. Um, so after that, and the car lights on fire from the cigarette, we find out that Dell used Neil's credit card to rent the car. Neil thinks he stole it. In reality, it was like the motel, the first motel guy like switched up their cards. Yeah. They, both had, they both had diner, diners club cards. Um, so Neil is able to get a hotel room at the motel. Um, he, he turns in what cash he has left and his watch, but Dell doesn't have the money. He has to stay in the burned car. Dell invites him in. Anything on anything else on that? Um, I said, where did they get the money to buy food? Is it from the trunk? Where is the alcohol from? Also, I wrote like yeah. early on in this movie, if I were Steve Martin, I'd be getting drunk as fast as possible, knowing that like it was going to be like just a horrible. I know they finally <laughs> decided to get drunk on the last night. Um so they're going home and of course they get pulled over for speeding because the cop the cop pulls them over for speeding but the car is also like burned to hell and it has no top on it and all the gauges are burned so they the car gets impounded um they get a ride from a a semi truck that has a freezer in the back and they have to sit in the cab they get back to chicago uh neil goes a separate way from dell on the subway and then on the fact that then on the subway, he realizes, I don't really understand how he made the connection really though. Yeah. Like he made the connection that like, uh, Dell was lying. He has no family. It's like, there wasn't that many signs that he really didn't have mm-hmm. a family or didn't have a home. So he goes back 
He picks up Dell. He takes her home. He takes him home to Thanksgiving. Uh, meets the family and just the scene. I mean, what really ruined the scene for me was the wife coming down on the stairs and just like tearing up after not seeing her husband <laughs> for maybe a day, like two days. I think he was two days late, and she was like. Ugh oh my god come here you know and it was just like this extremely heartfelt moment which just didn't have to be and that was it that's the end mm, i wrote how did they get the how did he get the like train to go back or whatever i think he no i think he probably took the train oh okay it looked like it was back. like reversing it did kind of look like that but yeah um yeah, I hated like the Thanksgiving when he's like thinking on the train. It's like the Thanksgiving imagery of those fucking annoying kids. The Is grandpa gonna give me a noogie? <laughs> <laughs> um, and the pie and like the turkey that looks like yeah. disgusting. It looked like it was fake. But then he thinks about his time with uh no, with that's why I wrote it's like a rom com though. Like a he's little bit. and then like the end where like John Candy's like staring at them while they kiss. I'm like, he looks oh, I know. Sad. He's like, he's like oh. um, <laughs> the freeze frame on his face. Frame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I really like this movie, though. I mean, you're probably going to give it a shit score, but it's not like I don't like it. It's just that it does have like, I didn't really notice how much ball humor they It's had. like a background <laughs> movie. It's not like a movie you, like I said, it's a nostalgia movie. It's a background movie. Okay. It's... What's your, what's your, rating? I gave it a 6.8. I gave it 8.7. 8.7? I love this movie. It was very funny. And it's like, it's good before. There's nothing wrong. Like, yes, obviously the jokes are dated for their time. They are still, they do still hit. Some of the jokes really do still hit, but they are dated for their time, um, you know, from, from when they were made. But I mean, it's funny. There's nothing really wrong with the movie. You got two great performances, a good plot. I mean, good comedy. Uh, yeah, it was good. You know, I'm know. not a you everyone like I'm just not a straight up comedy person. I'm not usually either. I don't like I don't. Really I mean, that, but. it's also just like a very like, like I said, it's not like I didn't think it was like a horribly, you know, there's obviously like some jokes that were like kind of whatever. But yeah. it was just like the it was just a very ma- like a very masculine like it seemed mm-hmm. like it was catered towards Men. male viewers. Yeah, probably. Um, And like, like I said, like the only role of the wife was rolling around in bed at night. She's like, oh, where is he? I thought but, um, that well, I thought that like when they were showing her compared to him, they were showing how peaceful her night was in yeah. comparison to his, like because he he was fucking sharing about with John Candy. But yeah, it's not a bad movie, like I said, and I like I said, it has the nostalgia factor for me. But like if I like you know if I'm thinking about like well would I ever really put this movie on like for any reason? No, I wouldn't like unless it was to like review it or talk about it. Yeah, I guess whatever. I mean, I feel like there's other John Candy movies I like better. I think I like. The Great Outdoors better, maybe? Oh, outdoors. Uncle Buck, I've seen that, too. You might have to do The Great Outdoors, but I feel like we're going to rewatch that, and you're going to find the same thing, where it's like a lot of fucking ball and dick Well, humor. yeah, obviously, but, but the steak scene, I mean. We might need to watch that, actually. <laughs> that is a good movie. Um, all right, well, that's it for this week. Um, we will be off again next week, but then back, hopefully, the week after that. Um, well, we got to do like a roundup of like all the movies and stuff before oh, the new you can, year you can work on that um <laughs> okay because <laughs> i'm the woman i do the secretarial tasks well no i kept all i kept a spreadsheet of everything i know yeah um so uh so yeah we'll um we'll see you i guess a couple weeks don't forget to subscribe review um what else subscribe review five star rating follow us on instagram twitter etc and thanks for listening bye